family. Good morning to newcomers who may be watching today. Make sure you subscribe to LFA TV as we have 11 hours of live programming every single day. And we start out every day at 9 a.m. Ladies and gentlemen, 9 a.m. here for Rise Up because what better way to start out not only our personal and individual days, but our congregational and fellowship every single day church on monday church on tuesday wednesday thursday friday folks we are literally blessed to be able to do this every day so please do me the favor of sharing this video rumble and uh, like this video it's the same thing rumble and like the video and uh we got a lot to talk about today uh and you know what i think is great 
before this show even starts, every day, there are 500 people waiting to hear the word of God. There are 500 people every morning in here waiting before we even start the show. Now, I don't know about you guys, but my church only, my church could probably have maybe 200 people in it, and that would be pushing it. I couldn't even imagine walking into church. Now, some of you might go to, you know, large churches. I don't go to a large church, never been to one, actually, those mega churches. But I'll tell you what. If I, got, if I got to church and there was 500 people waiting to hear the word of God, I would just drop to my knees, smile from ear to ear, and just praise God. Troy, the reason why you're not finding the show on Rumble is because you have to go to the right of the video uh, where you can filter the date and click today. Okay? Okay. Jeremy, can you remember being on the rooftop? Did you ever think you'd be leading so many in Christ? Never. Never, ever thought that. Never thought that I would be involved like I am in the word of God like this. I just never, I never imagined that I would be here uh, doing this, that I would be here preaching the word of God every day. Um, CQ, it's it's actually easy to follow the video. Just uh, filter the date. Filter the date, click today, and you'll jump right on it. That's what I've been trying to show you guys every day. Um, And I'll try to do that one more time right now. Let's go to the Rumble page. So if you go to LFA TV, just the Rumble page on LFA TV. um, Let me bring this up and show this for you. Let's see if I can get a full screen here somewhere. All right, well, I'll just pull it up right here. If you go to the LFA TV page, you can see Rise up here. Now, sometimes if you, if you refresh this, you don't see the video up top. You might just see, you know, this video up top or something like that. And what you have to do is you have to go over here to the sort by section, and you have to just click today, and today's stuff will pop up. Now, if you're on your, uh, if you're on your mobile, if you're on your, your phone, the, the filter is at the bottom, okay? And then you just press today and it will bring it right up to today and and that's just a glitch that rumble has but that's a good way to uh to like a life hack you know what i mean so i titled today's show the check engine light is there for a reason the check engine light is there for a reason and if we've got 500 people every day waiting to hear the word of god to me that's a blessing but it's also meaning that we have so many people here uh not only to be a light for the for the darkness but also to be a warning sign. To be a warning sign. To be a check engine light. How many of you have a check engine light on in your car right now? We, we do. We have a check engine light in one of our cars right now. Raise your hand if you have a check engine light on in your car right now because somebody told me before I started that, wow, what a coincidence that they seen the title of today's show when they have a check engine light on in their car. My question is, how many of you, are you one of those people that leave the check engine light on and ignore it? Raise your hand. Come on. Do you ignore it? Come on. I know you do. Now, there's a lot of reasons why we ignore check engine lights. Some of us don't, but there's a lot of reasons why we may. 
It may be financial. We don't have the money to get it in to the, to the shop right now, okay? Um, we may ignore a check engine light because... Uh, thank you, Arthur, Texas. God bless you, man. I appreciate you, brother, so very much. We have our Rise Up Coffee Lobby TV and Rise Up Premium. Amen. That's awesome. So it might be financial. If you, if you ignore your check engine light, it may be because you have a, a thousand and one things going on and you just don't have the time to get your car into the shop. It could be just because you don't care. But I promise you that even though you have the right, even though you have the right to ignore your check engine light, there are going to be consequences. Now, they may not be large consequences. They may be small consequences. It may just be because your gas cap isn't tight. It may be because you have a low, uh, low tire, uh, one tire has, to, uh, you know, uh, doesn't have enough air in it. But you are sure, I mean, as sure as I'm sitting here today telling you this, there are going to be consequences to you ignoring that check engine light. And we're going to talk about that today because a lot of people see check engine lights, warning signs for the end of the world as we know it. And I want to get into them today. And specifically, I put the verse of the day out there from Daniel, but there's a lot of prophetic warning signs, check engine lights that we can see happening right now today in front of our eyes. And so many people are ignoring it and we have to help. Okay. We have to be that amplified check engine light that helps them not ignore it because there will be consequences. We know there are going to be consequences. So we have a thousand people watching here right now. I think that's a good round number to go ahead and do our morning prayer to get this show started off right. We are 12 minutes past the hour. This is Clara MCD's first time joining live. Well, we thank you for being here. And apparently God wants you here live today. So let's go ahead and say the, the, uh, let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer and then we'll get back to the show. Okay. Lord and heavenly father, Lord, every day we come here and we humbly thank you for bringing us together in fellowship, for bringing us together like a large congregation, for bringing us together where there are two more gathered in the name of the Lord. He dwells with them. We thank you for that every single day. And we are humbled before you, Lord. And we are honored. We are honored to not want to live a sinful life. And we are blessed to want to obey the commandments that you gave us so long ago. It's not burdensome. Lord, we do ask that you help us amplify the warning signs as we spread the gospel. But in a way that people that are rebelling against God and pushing Jesus away in a way that they will understand and accept in order to keep their hearts from being hardened any further. Lord, we ask that you also give us the wisdom and the perseverance to look for those check engine lights so that we can get our vehicles, our souls, into the shop if need be to get rid of our check engine lights before consequences happen. We thank you for these warning signs. We ask that you, are, you help me walk through the different warning signs, the different, the different prophetic warning signs today with clarity and with passion. We thank you, Jesus. 
In your holy name we pray. Amen. Hemlock says, to know him is to love him. And I agree. To know him is to love him. And we are blessed to have over a thousand people in here. We really are. We are totally blessed to have over a thousand people in here. I want to thank you all. Please rumble this video by clicking that thumbs up right below. And Ashley Garland just donated $250, everybody. And she said, Jeremy, God bless you for all you do. Giving my portion to you to obey the Lord for all he gives me. Ashley, we love you. And we thank you so very much. We really do. You guys have no idea how much every dollar stretches here at LFA TV. And we will always, always, you have our word as God is our witness that we will always, and race mom, the $20, we'll always use every single solitary red cent of the money you give us to further the kingdom of heaven and to further getting out the truth. We will never abuse it. So we thank you so very much for that. I want to get into one-minute prayer for dads before we actually get into really, 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 really breaking down the prophetic check engine light warning signs that so many people that we know ignore every day. I'll bet you that 95% or more of the people that you know in your personal lives ignore the warning signs every day. And I'm not just talking about the actual check engine light. Of course, we know people that ignore them. We ignore them. I'm talking about the heavenly check engine light. And I would guarantee you that that is 95% or higher of the people that you know. Average. Now, I want to read from page 106 from One Minute Prayer for Dads. Okay? 106 from One Minute Prayer for Dads. 1 Thessalonians 5.22 says, Abstain from every form of evil. Folks, if you do abstain from every form of evil, if you can truly do that, which seems to be a lifelong achievement that we are trying to reach. But if you can do that, if you can actively abstain from all forms of evil, well, guess what? The amount of times that you're going to get a check engine light coming on in your life are going to be very few. And if you get very few check engine lights coming on in your life, well, guess what that frees your time up to be able to do? Guess what that does? It frees you up to be able to help other people get their check engine lights off. That's what we need to focus on. But let's get into this. 1 Thessalonians 5.22. Evil doesn't always shout out its presence like a check engine light would. Sometimes it presents itself subtly. But a watchful dad or a watchful mom sees evil and avoids himself and guards his family from it in its every form, whether it be by technology, whether it be by the friends that you or your children associate themselves with, whether it be by the education system that you have them in whether it be by society, whether it be by false preachers, whatever it is, evil for evil exists in every form. And as parents, and especially as dads, we must protect our families from it. So if we're to protect our families from it, then that means we ourselves, individually, personally, as children of God, need to show better than we can tell. Well, how do we do that? Well, we do that 
by doing exactly what I told you yesterday when you cannot focus on God or when fear sets in or when anxiety or stress sets in or anger sets in. There is one surefire way to get rid of it immediately and that is immerse yourselves into the word of God. Whether it be by an audio book or whether it be by reading, whatever way you ingest information the best, immerse yourself into scripture and I guarantee you the anger, the self-loathing, the depression, the, 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 the anxiety, whatever it is, the stress will go away within minutes. That's how you do it. That's how you guard yourself from evil. Because within minutes, you can go, what was I even mad about? What was I depressed about? Folks, and I'm only telling you this because I do this every day of my life. And I fail a lot as well. Eli will contest to that. Do you know how many times a day that I get upset about something or I allow myself to get overworked about something or I allow myself to get sad about something and I let it go on for like an hour at a time because the flesh wants you to feel that for as long as you possibly can. The devil is right there doing this. (laughs) You weak, weak slave. Boy, do I got you a slave to anger. Boy, do I got you a slave to depression and your flesh just have you ever noticed it when like before God when you fought with your spouse or maybe your girlfriend or boyfriend you remember you guys would fight and then you'd, you'd want to keep fighting you just want to keep fighting and you'd walk out of a room and then, and then your flesh would take over and say no 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 you want more of that so you'd go back into the room and you'd go and another thing oh and by the way oh just for your information or just so that you know I didn't do X, Y, and Z because of that, that, that. You know what I'm saying? You prolong the argument. Well, do you know where that comes from? That comes from the devil. The devil loves for you to experience pain because he's experiencing everlasting pain. No love, no um, alone, angry, upset, all those things that, that, that the flesh wants you to feel. The devil lives in that every single day. He lives in it. Look at Wayne. That's me every day. Okay, so here's what I'm telling you. Do you like those feelings? Not not your flesh. Your flesh loves it. I'm talking about you, who God made you to be. Do you, do you want to be like that? Do you want those feelings to come every day? I would imagine that any rational thinking, God-fearing person would just say, no, I don't want to feel angry every day. Kittenhead says, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. Wayne says, no. I don't want that. I don't want it either, man. I don't ever want to be angry. I don't ever want to be sad. I don't ever want to feel anxiety or stress or fear or aloneness or depression. I don't want to feel those things. Well, guess what? There's a reason why they call the gospel the good news. Because you don't have to. Oh, Jeremy, that's easier said than done. That's a, it's easier for you than it is for me. No, 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 no. God made it easy for all of us. All we have to do is just do the right thing. Immerse yourself into the, into the scripture or into the gospels or into the word of God. However you have to do it. And I could promise you that is the remedy. So if you don't want to feel those ways every day, Wayne, myself, Eli, everybody, you don't want to feel those ways, then just do this. Just try it. And I'm not telling you even what book, what chapter, or what verse to go to. Because it's different for everybody. God speaks 
through the Bible to you using the Holy Spirit. So whatever God needs to say to you, he'll say it to you if you go to Scripture. I can promise you it'll work. 30-day back money, 30-day money back guarantee. If it doesn't work for you, then guess what? You'll get your money back. But it works. I could promise you it works. We have almost 1,250 people just on Rumble alone. How many people do we have right now listening to the check engine light theme of today's show on digital TV? How many people are listening on podcast? How many people will watch this later? Thousands. Tens of thousands. This is God's podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And when I sit in this chair and I pray before the show and I say, God, use me in every, any way you need to use me, whether it's going to be good news or bad news, let me rely on the Holy Spirit and say what you want me to say. I have no idea outside of the title of the show how these shows are going to go. And I think anybody here who watches the show would be able to... to uh, to stand by that. We are 95 shows deep, folks. 95 shows deep. And I think you know by now that I have no clue what I'm going to say when I do this show. And I literally 100% rely on God. So obviously there's thousands of people, tens of thousands of people, like I said, that need to hear these messages daily or they would not. People just don't hear the message of God because it's an accident. Jeremy, Mike can't usually watch when this airs because he is working. But I send him the link so he can watch later and be blessed. That's amazing. Carol says, I'm here for the first time. It's almost 6.30 in Salem, Oregon. Good job, Jeremy. I want to tell you a quick story about Carol Leak and I. We go way back like four flats on a Cadillac. You know what I mean? She was one of these people that was right in it from the very beginning fighting to save this country. She was there before I was a Christian. She knew what I was like before my journey with Jesus. And I guarantee you, she will attest that I was a very different person. Do you need any more proof that God is real? Do you need any more proof? Eli's known me since 2005. I'm sure he will attest. And the person that I was, there is no possible way on earth that I could have made the change that I made in my life unless God existed. There's no possible way. There is no way. I was too far gone. That's proof. And there's proof everywhere, by the way. Not only warning signs and check engine lights, but there is literally proof everywhere. Bad Moon says it's about time you straightened up your act. You are right, man. Carol Leak says, true, Jeremy. I'll tell you, I'll tell your story to a lot of people. You're a true testament. There you go. Carol Leak and I were shoulder and shoulder, arm and arm, fighting this stuff in 2015 together. So she was there before and after. And I'm so glad she's here. I love you so much, Carol. Thank you for being here. But it, you're right. It is better late than never. It is better late than never. And that's for all of us. That's for every single one of us. I love you, Bad Moon. Prodigal Son came home. Love that story. And you want to know f- something funny about the Prodigal Son story? Is it's just, it's not even a real story. 
You know, you grow up thinking that that's a real story in the Bible. That was just a parable that Jesus told. There, I, he doesn't specify who that is in the Bible. He just says the father, the son. Father, you know, son goes away. The father and the brother stay there. and It's a great story, but it never specifies a name. So one of the most popular stories in the Bible is just a parable. Same thing with the spreading. Remember I was talking about spreading seeds everywhere? Remember when I was talking about that? Grabbing seeds and throwing them everywhere? Now Chris Lartz says, Jeremy, I have known you and where we both came from. It's amazing, he says, that we are here together again, but on a different side of the Bible this time. Well, there you go. Chris Lartz has known me since 1996. 1996 is what, no, excuse me, excuse me, 1994. I'm sorry, Chris. It was 1994. My freshman year is when I met Chris Lartz. 1994. I've known him for 30 years or more. Wow. So he definitely knows where we came from. And I'll tell you, knowing all of that, you have to know that God exists, ladies and gentlemen. There is no way he doesn't. Right, Chris? Look at you, brother. Me and Chris, I'm going to tell you a story. Chris, ready for this? Let's get into story time. Again, I don't know where this is always going. You want to talk about warning signs? Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. You're that old, Jeremy? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Uh, Chris and I used to do a lot of drugs together, didn't we, Chris? <laughs> what a way to start a story, huh? <laughs> Chris and I used to be drug, drug addicts. No, we weren't drug addicts. We were just stupid kids. But Chris, do you remember hanging off of the bridge in Mount Carroll, Illinois? Upside down, tripping on acid? Do you remember that, Chris? I remember a moment when Chris and I and others used to go under this bridge. Now, this bridge was about what? I'd say 150, 200 feet high from the bottom until the river, Chris. And we used to go under this bridge and we used to do graffiti and smoke pot and do acid and all this other crazy stuff. We used to hang upside down on that bridge, the rafters of that bridge, the metal of that bridge by our legs. We could have died like that. Matter of fact, we know people who died in our day from drug use and alcohol use. Friends of ours. That's who we used to be. Look at us now. And that's, um, that's not me, you know, patting myself on the back. I'm literally trying to tell this story to prove and to worship God and to give thanks to God and to give all glory to God. God is the reason that we went from that to this. God is. God is the reason Chris went from that to this through all of Chris's trials with his son and everything, and, and he's still here. He could, be, he could be hanging upside down, tripping on acid under a bridge again. I'm, not that he would. No, he'd probably die easily today, but he said had no direction to say the least. That's true. That is true. And I'm so honored and glad that you're here, brother. I'm so honored and glad that you and I are here together today. It just goes to show you the grace and the mercy of God because what we, what him and I did, did just together, just together in our younger years should, should, get, no, should get no forgiveness. But, but God forgives us anyway. We should get no forgiveness. Warning signs though, right? Check engine lights. 
I want to read from, speaking of trials, Chris, and everybody else who's watching right now, I'd like to read from uh, morning, the Bible promise book for morning and evenings. And we're going to read from Acts and Hebrews. Okay? So if you have your Bibles, open up to Acts 2019. Okay? Acts 2019. That's not AX for the newcomers to the Bible. It's A-C-T-S. Acts 2019. It says, I have done the Lord's work humbly with many tears. Who I can say that's true. Just in the 95 episodes that we've been here, you guys, we've been through some tears, haven't we? Trying to do the Lord's work. I have done the Lord's work humbly with many and with many tears. I have endured the trials that come to me from the plots of the Jews. Hebrews 12.2. Hebrews 12.2. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race that we are in. Now, a lot of people, agnostics and atheists, they don't understand. They look at time in a linear fashion. They don't understand that God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit have been here forever and will always, there's no time for them, okay? So they don't understand how God, Jesus, could have already won the race that we are currently in now. That is very hard for somebody who thinks inside time with a limited mind, with a godless heart and a very linear way of looking at things from A to B, start to finish. But there is no start to finish with God. There's only eternity. So Jesus already starting and finishing this race when we're still in it. Nobody knows what that means. That's very difficult for a normie to wrap their minds around. You have to be able to navigate the word of God relying on the Holy Spirit because you don't know everything. Far from it, neither do I. But you have to be able to navigate these people through this stuff. You have to be able to make them or help them, not make them, but help them understand what that even means because if they can't even get through that, then they're not going to they're not even going to come close to accepting Jesus. Okay? You have to under you have to make them understand at such a high fi- like a 5000 foot overview before you get down and get dirty and deep. A lot of Christians don't evangelize they with. They get down in the nitty-gritty and and it, it's like it's like speaking it's like trying to show somebody hieroglyphics and get and, and who speaks only English, you know? The Holy Spirit sets our souls on fire. Folks, Eli, do you realize we have 1,400 people listening to the gospel right now? 1,400 people. What does that say? 402 rumbles. Can we break 600 rumbles? I don't think we've ever done that on Rise Up. In the face of trouble, we often try to run away or we turn to worldly solutions. These can never be enough. Ever. Ever. You see people that don't know what gender they are, gender dysphoria. You see people that are trying to change their biology and be something different than themselves. These can never be enough. People like that will always try to fill a hole 
that is an infinite black hole. They will never be able to fill that hole. There's only one way to fill that hole. There's only one way to fill that void that you're chasing. And unfortunately, all these people will not take the remedy. They know the diagnosis. The diagnosis is that. The remedy is this. Unfortunately, they will not trust the remedy. They'll just say, nope, I'm going to keep looking for something and keep failing because they don't know that these can never be enough. You just don't know. Forgive them. They know not what they do. Don't hate them. Jesus didn't even hate the people that murdered him. We shouldn't hate the trans. We shouldn't hate the gender dysphoria kids. We shouldn't hate the LGBTQ community. We shouldn't hate liars and thieves and and fornicators and and people who lust. Why? Because you're guilty of half of that yourself. It doesn't matter that it was in the past. You did it. You're guilty of it. But you've been forgiven because you know that your ways could never be enough. But we can't hate these people. We can hate the sin that they're committing. It's like we hate our own sin, right? Instead, we must turn to God and rely on his strength to get us through whatever it is. He's greater than any trial that this world can produce. Any trial. Why do you think Chris is here right now? Why do you think Chris Lartz is here watching this right now After he's gone through one of the worst trials that a parent could ever, ever go through. Losing their child. Chris could have ran back to hanging under bridges and taking acid. But he didn't. He's here. He's learning more. He's becoming closer to God. That is the mark of a true Christian. That is a true worshiper. Those are the people that God seeks. I read that yesterday. That is the mark of a true worshiper. As we approach 1,500 people watching live. Oh, Lord. Receive me into your loving care. Help me place you and you alone at the center of my life. Amen. (laughs) There are no warning signs. There are no check engine lights. There are no holes that you can't fill with Christ. Jeremy, so easy to backslide. I have to start the day with the Bible, even if it's just for a short time, says Rodney Nelson. Boy, you hit the nail on the head. Why do you think that God's got me opening up my personal journey with him to all of you? That's a scary thing to do. But if I don't do that, I'm going to backslide so fast. I have no chance. I have no chance. And to be honest with you, I almost have no chance if I didn't do this. If I didn't listen to what God wanted me to do with this podcast, why do you think I call it God's podcast? If I didn't obey him and do this, if I didn't show my personal, intimate, private journey with God, If I disobeyed putting that out there, I'd backslide. Again, it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing opening up your life, you know, like we do on LFA, but it's really not an easy thing to open up your personal, intimate life with God and Jesus with everybody. Because you don't, 
most people would rather have you see them publicly after they've achieved the next mile with Jesus. That's what most people would rather have you see, the finished product. B-Man says it's a Godcast, not a podcast, Eli. Eli, write that down. Credit, credit, credit where credit is due. Credit is going to go to B-Man 6262. It is a Godcast, not a podcast. I love that. That's incredible. But again, most people would rather see have see the mile in, in arrears rather than the mile ahead. Because they don't want you to see the backslides, the trips, the falls. But with this, you get to see that with me. You get to see me cry. You get to see me be wrong. You get to see me be convicted. You get to see me be punished. So it's not easy to do that. It's not easy. Because you literally make yourself... If you're showing your personal intimate relationship with Jesus to the world... You are opening your you are becoming the most transparent and the most vulnerable that you can be. The most transparent and the most vulnerable you can be, similar to the way Jesus was when he became when he became uh, a baby on this earth, just completely vulnerable to the world. Well, that's what I that's what you do when you bring somebody along with your journey in real time. You are vulnerable to attacks like like that of which you've never seen. Because people are going to watch it that hate you. People are going to watch that that don't want anything to do with your happiness or your joy. And they're going to exploit. They're going to exploit your downfalls. Your real-time backslides. They're going to exploit them. So it was not easy to make that decision. But once I got into it, it was so easy after that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a Godcast. How incredible is that? There's no, we don't, this is not the podcast. This is the Godcast. That to me is the coolest thing I ever heard in my life, I think. Cheers for some rise up coffee on that one. Let's go to the rumble chat real quick. How many people are, are uh, sipping on their rise up coffee as we're here on this Godcast this morning? Let us know in the chat. Go ahead. We are, we're good. We are good for the rumble chat. There it is. First one of the day. First time of the day we popped that bad boy up there and who we got. Of course, we've got this we've got these wonderful people chiming in. CQ, Real Carol Lee, Godcast here. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Jeremy, you can't see us crying, but we do too. Oh, I, I can feel it. I can I can feel it. Love it. Godcast. I've cried a lot on this show, but laughed a lot too. Yeah, me too. I'm still laying in bed. Well, that's a perfect time to, to unite. You've not even started your day and you're getting a big dose of God right away. Waiting for mine to come in. Got my rise up coffee. Always slurping. Got the coffee rolling. Fog sip. Oh, somebody's drinking Field of Greens already this morning. That's incredible. This is my church, my God cast. Incredible. Need to drink decaf for pregnancy now. Well, Heather, God bless your pregnancy and we do have decaf. We do have decaf. Um, got my field of greens for two weeks almost now. Hey, congratulations, jump off. Good morning. Finally figured out how to get the show on Rumble to chat. Oh, incredible. Glad to see you here, sweetie. 
Uh, great episode again, Jeremy. Well, thank you very much. Well, you know what we got to do right now? We got to get into what I wanted to talk about, the, 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 uh, the warning signs, okay? I want to get into this. And there's no way to get into this without getting into the actual verse of the day today. So let's go there now. Check engine light. Let's go there now. I said, uh, is that this morning's? Yep, it is. Okay. I said, good morning. God's got this. He wants you to be holy and pure. We here at LFA have been through hell and back, and you never wavered your support to me. You gave it all to God's years ago when we were canceled out of existence. I think about that all the time. Think about that all the time. How, how, how we were out of existence. You know, I'm, I'm reminiscing here how we were canceled completely out of existence. Um, anyway, let me get back to this. I apologize. I, just, I went down memory lane there for a minute. And uh, I, lost my, I, I lost my train of thought. So let's get, let's get back to train of uh, thought again. And I actually was reading from something completely different, which kind of threw me off. And I wonder if, God, if that was God's way of wanting me to, to go down memory lane there for a minute. Anyway, let's get right back to it here. Check engine light. Sorry about that. Wow. Eli, I was reading from something completely different there. All right. Actually, Eli, this sent out the wrong verse of the day. That is odd. This sent out a complete wrong verse of the day. Well, you know what? I know where my verse of the day come from. My verse of the day came from Daniel 12. So I don't know what happened there. It looks like it's the wrong verse that got sent out. So you're going to hear it for the first time. Daniel 12, 9 through 13 says this. He said, go your way, Daniel, for the words are shut up and sealed until the time of the end, many shall purify themselves and make themselves white and be refined, but the wicked shall act wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but those who are wise shall understand. And from time to time that the regular burnt offering is taken away, and the abomination that makes desolate is set up, there will be 1290 days. Blessed is he who waits and arrives at the 1,335 days. But go your way till the end, and you shall rest and shall stand in your allotted place at the end of the days. So what is that talking about? Well, ladies and gentlemen, what that's talking about is a warning sign. It's a check engine light. Something that uh, uh, most of us, I didn't even know about this in Daniel. I don't remember this in Daniel. There's a lot of check engine lights uh, a lot of prophetic warning signs, but I want to read this to you. Check this out. Warning, 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 dead end, turn back, no through way, imminent death ahead. Okay. Why do we obey these signs like this every day in everyday life, but we don't obey the warning signs that God has given us every moment since the second we were conceived. Warning, 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 dead end, turn back, no way, no, uh, no through way, imminent death ahead. We follow all of those signs. It is so weird. It is so weird, but we don't follow the warning signs of God. It's an odd thing about us humans. We tend to trust more in the ways of man than we do in the ways of God. However, 
we do have warning signs. Many more than that of which that is in the verse above that I just read. However, this verse gives us a great key to the puzzle. It's a warning sign that I never remember reading. I'm happy to have seen it today because now I can take my car, my soul, into the shop for code clearing. Meaning now that I'm aware of this additional warning sign, which only allows me to be that much more diligent in spreading the gospel with a little bit more urgency. There are many warning signs at the end of, t- uh, of the end of times as we know them. The Euphrates River prophecy, which is literally happening as we speak. The Euphrates River is drying up right now today as we speak. The prophecy of the vision of a 200 million man army. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has never existed on this planet ever before until today. China has a 200 million man army and is threatening to rule the world with an iron fist. How about Israel? Jerusalem. It would have to be reestablished on this earth. And ladies and gentlemen, that was reestablished in 1948. The human race would have to have the ability to exterminate itself That's another prophetic sign. The human race would have to have the ability to exterminate itself, which we do have with weapons of mass destruction, and we are throwing around the word nuclear quite a bit lately. Another prophetic sign, instant worldwide communications would have had to happen, which explains Revelation 11.3 and Revelation 7 through 10. Let me bring that back to you here. Let's, Let's go back to that real quick here. First of all, is the Euphrates River drying up? Yes, it is. It is drying up. Now, the world is going to make you believe because it's drought, this, that, and the other. But it's happening. Revelation 9, 16 through 18 talks about the 200 million man army. That is happening today. One world order. That is happening today. One world religion. Look at the Abrahamic house in the United Arab Emirates. That is happening today. What else, folks? Let's talk about... uh, uh, the instant communication thing. Well, that's talked about in Revelation 11, 3 and 11, Revelation 7 through 10. Then those from the peoples, tribes, tongues, and nations will see their dead bodies three and a half days and not allow their dead bodies to be put into graves. And those who dwell on the earth will rejoice over them, make merry, and send gifts to one another because these two prophets tormented those who dwell on earth. Note that the people, the world over, will be able to see their dead bodies during the three and a half days that they lie on display in Jerusalem. This was not possible before satellite TV, portable communication devices, and internet. Again, only in the last few days has it become possible for the prophecy to be fulfilled okay let's go back to what let's go back uh do we have that today well yes we do there are more warning signs than you can ever imagine but the one here in daniel gives us a great look into something interesting you ready for me to break this down check this out israel will institute once again the two-day sacrifice Like in old times. This is what Daniel says. Israel will once again institute the two-a-day blood sacrifices. Okay? And that will last about three to three and a half years. Before Israel will once again be taken over by the beast 
and defeated, and that rule of the two-a-day sacrifice will once again fall. Okay? Now, when you go back to the verse itself, going back to the verse itself, if you count the 1,255 days, or the 1,290 days, and then you add the other 1,335 days, you get a little over seven years. So this tells you that when when Israel starts doing the uh, uh, two-a-day sacrifices again, that you have about seven years from that moment until Jesus comes back for the for the rapture. So once so this is one that I never that I don't remember. I don't remember reading this one. I remember the red heifers. I remember the Euphrates River drying up. I remember the 200 million man army. I remember the 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 instant communications. I remember all that. But I don't remember the specific days from one thing happening until Jesus comes back for the rapture. And this in Daniel tells us that it's about seven years. If you add 1,290 days and 1,335 days, you get just over seven years. So that is telling you that from the moment that Israel starts doing the two-a-day sacrifices again, we have seven years from that moment until the rapture. About seven years. I don't remember that. Do any of you remember that? Do any of you remember that? Let's bring up the Rumble chat. Let's see if any of you remember that because I don't remember that ever. Here we go. Two thousand thirty. Think the heifers came from Texas. I don't either. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I didn't either. The rapture can happen at any moment. Yes, it can. It can. But we know that it's going to be about seven years from that point, according to Daniel anyway. Okay? Seven years from the peace treaty that gives Jews the right to build their temple. Nope, don't remember that. Old Testament, return in Israel, that is insane. Oh, Lord, give us the ability to withstand all of this. I don't remember that either. Joshua, where did the heifers go? I've been hearing about everything else lately, but not that. Neither did I until today. And I begged God this morning. I said, God, 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 please give me, you know, talk to me today. Tell me something that is very important today. And that's where I was directed to Daniel. So again, if you want to read that for yourself, go to Daniel 12, 1 through 13. And it's the time of the end. That's what it's titled in the Bible. The time of the end. Daniel 12, 1 through 12, 13. Okay. Go to that today, folks. Check it out. Read it for yourself blew my mind, blew my mind, like giving like literal days, right? And those days added up to just over seven years. How prophetic, right? How amazing. Sacrifice, blood sacrifices again, like lambs, goats, that kind of stuff, blood sacrifices. That's what, that's what it says that uh, the land of uh, Israel will reinstitute again is the blood, the two a day blood sacrifices. Just don't remember that. I never remember reading that. No one knows the time of the rapture, not even Jesus. No one knows the day, Troy. No one knows the day. But the Bible gives us time frames that we know are going to happen before this happens. And we know that's going to happen before that happens. So we do know time frames. We just don't know the day, the hour, the minute, the second. But we do know about the time range in which these things are going to happen. Think about it. We, you're right, we don't know the, the day or the hour, but we know the range. Truly incredible. 
Truly, truly, truly incredible. Now, um, I have a Ray Comfort video that I wanted to play for you. It was titled, Why Ray, Do Ray Comfort Doesn't Use the Sinner's Prayer. Now, I wasn't going to... Um, I wasn't going to get into this today. I was going to save this for Friday, but uh, this is an old video and I was watching it this morning. So I kind of want to watch it with you guys, at least some of it until the end of the show. We got about seven minutes. So let's go ahead and play that video now. Someone wrote, wait, why are you not closing the deal? Making reference to the fact that I didn't pray a sinner's prayer with this lady. I get a lot of these and I've removed the person's name on this one, retyped it because I don't want to embarrass him. Let me share with you why I don't close the deal. I've seen my three children born. On one occasion, the doctor was late, so the nurse uh, in the operating theater had to do the delivery, and she cut the umbilical cord a little short, and blood squirted everywhere. It got on her hands, got on her face. It was funny, and we all laughed, because that blood spoke of life. But imagine if it had been a stillborn child and they picked up a dead baby and there was blood on their hands. That blood would speak of death. It would be horrifically depressing. Uh, instead of life, we got death and uh, it would be a horrible, horrible experience. Well, when I was a new Christian, I led 27 of my friends in... I don't know why that's doing that, ladies and gentlemen. You, you're supposed to be able to see a... Uh, so I guess we'll save it till Friday because something's screwing up there and I don't know what's happening there. But he's talking about the sinner's prayer. He's talking about... Um He's talking about why he doesn't use or say the sinner's prayer, and I thought it was really incredible. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into that Friday. We'll save it for Friday because for some reason the video isn't working correctly, and I want to be able to make sure that it's working correctly. So in the meantime, we have about five minutes left. What was the Daniel scripture? It was Daniel twelve one through thirteen. So Matthew just said, I mean. Um, uh, e Fitch three said, "Wow, incredible!" Reviewing scripture, Daniel twelve one thirteen one through thirteen. I, it blew my mind. Like I said, God directed me to that this morning. I never, ever, ever, ever read that before. And if I read it, I don't remember it. Daniel ten one, I believe that's a, that's another good one. Let's let's read from dead coming back to life, shall we? From uh, heaven ninety devotions from our daily bread. Ezekiel forty seven nine. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be large numbers of fish because this water flows and makes the salt water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. The Dead Sea in Israel is a one-of-a-kind place to take a dip. Tourists who enter its waters immediately realize swimming aids aren't necessary. Due to its exceptionally high concentration of salt, people simply float on its surface like apples bobbing on a barrel of water right? The Dead Sea is also the lowest land-based point on earth. Think about that. The lowest land-based place on earth. The Jordan River empties into it, but nothing flows out of it. And due to its toxic blend of minerals, nothing lives in it. But one day the Dead Sea will undergo a radical change, much like we do. The last book of the Bible reports that once Jesus returns, God will send the holy city, the new Jerusalem, down to earth from heaven. The Old Testament prophet Ezekiel received a vision of the temple area in the new Jerusalem. He saw a river flowing from the temple toward the Dead Sea. Ezekiel was told that the waters from the river will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea, for its waters will become fresh. Life will flourish wherever the water flows. Ezekiel's vision is a picture 
of the great restoration that we look forward to, the time when even the deadest parts of the earth will come back to life. What happens when you give your life to Jesus? What happens when you give your life to Jesus? You undergo a massive transformation, and it's not called transgenderism, folks. You undergo a massive transformation, much like this earth, much like everything in creation is going to undergo when that day comes. Remember when Naaman was instructed to battle in the Jordan seven times before cleansed of leprosy? Prophecy for the cleansing of our sins. Amen. I swam in the Dead Sea 11 times. Daisy Duke said, that's incredible. That's amazing. I remember that about the rapture. I'm glad you do, because I did not. We forget about Daniel when it comes to the end of times. We always go right to Revelation, Ashley says. That's true. Daniel is a powerful, powerful book of the Bible that I think everybody should, uh, should get into. All right, folks, so that's going to bring it to the end of our show today. And as always, I'm so incredibly honored that you guys spend your mornings with me. I know it's hard to get up that early. Uh, We appreciate you. We love you here on LFA and on Rise Up. This is something that I hope we never, ever, ever stop doing um, until God wants us to stop. And I'm going to go back to the music that we were listening to uh, when we started this show, uh, Build My Life. So God bless you guys. Uh, I'll see you at 11 o'clock. Sean Farish comes up next. Thank you for being here. Take what we uh, learned today and put it into your everyday life. Have a great morning, and I'll see you back here at 11. Remember, Sean Farish coming up next.